0: The Florida Panthers get a huge win over their cross-state rival Tampa Bay Lightning on Monday night in their first game since the All-Star break. On today's show, we're going to talk about the dominance that was the second line, all on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Tuesday, February 7th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter, at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter, at LO underscore F-L-A Panthers. Make sure to subscribe to the show on whichever podcast app you listen to, and on YouTube, we are just a few subscribers away from 200, and we just did a giveaway last week for the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning that happened on Monday night. And thought a little bit about our winner, Zachary Zeitzek, uh, who got to witness a seven to one victory for the Florida Panthers over the Tampa Bay Lightning. So make sure to subscribe to that YouTube channel and for your chance to possibly win some free tickets in the future for a future Panthers game. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. So, man, couldn't have asked for a better night on Monday night for the cats. And let's rewind a little bit even before about how big that win was against the Boston Bruins. Think about the negative momentum that it could have had, had you given up that goal against David Pasternak and then getting zero points in regulation and then having a whole week to think about it. But instead they had that whole week to just look back at that win and just creates that positive momentum. And of course, everything that happened with the All Star game being in our neck of the woods, Matthew Kachuk winning All Star game MVP, even though it's a meaningless game, and the energy that was just created from the jump of this game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Listen, the Florida Panthers took advantage really early on of the Tampa Bay Lightning not having Anthony Sorelli for the first 10 minutes of the first period. Maybe it was an equipment issue, but he comes in like 10 minutes into the first period for the Lightning and listen, uh with be- even before Alexander Barkov gets hurt got hurt in This game which we'll talk a little bit about later that top line of barkoff lundell and reinhardt really set the tone early the panthers just consistently on the forecheck in the in the bolt zone intercepting passes in their zone as well as the neutral zone just creating a hard time for the bolts and what were the keys to the game that we spoke about on on the second episode of uh, on Monday, we had two episodes of one that was posted three hours right before puck drop. I spoke about how it was very important for the Panthers to live in the dirty areas, live in the slot. And it manifested itself on Monday night. And you think about the first goal of the game, just creating something out of nothing for the Panthers just a mishandling of the puck by Eric Chernak. Well, <laughs> Eric Chernak had the second worst uh, scorecard for the Tampa Bay lightning, according to, according to stat muse. Um, so, excuse me, hockey stats card, excuse me, wrong, wrong one. Uh, but second worst uh, of every Tam of all the Tampa Bay lightning players, Ian Cole was the second, um, the, was the worst of them. And losing the puck, and Kachuk, the way he was able to get it to Verhage to sauce it over and creating that shooting lane where Carter Verhage's only option was to one-time it past Vasilevsky and setting that tone early. And even even after that, the top line of Parkoff, Lundell, and Reinhardt, even after that, even though they weren't getting on the scoreboard, were just consistently allowing the Panthers to get some offensive zone time and the li- lightning they lost Nemestikov as well in this game and and also with the Panthers they they played a really for the most part a clean hockey game in this one we spoke about how important it was to not go to the box and the the penalty kill has just been what it's it's been the worst part of the Panthers This season, and it's not really so much of the goaltending, even because they've had stretches of of great performances here and there. But it was Bobrovsky's first game back, too, since January nineteenth. You're talking two, three weeks in that, and setting the setting the tone early. Stops a partial breakaway on Ross Colton, and then stops one later on Ross Colton as he was like within ten feet, and then a breakaway by Steven Stamkos as the Panthers were trying to uh, close in on a gap. The puck deflects, and then Stamkos b- goes by himself, and then Bobrovsky uh, closes up the 5-hole. I, I, if I remember correctly, that chance by Stamkos was in period number two. But, you know, one nothing Florida. Game was still in doubt in this one, and the Barkov-Rhino-Lindell line was an 8-1 Corsi 4 percentage, and just dominating and tilting the ice in the Panthers' direction and I mean coming out as well with the two on one that turned into a three one on one with the with Sasha Barkov trailing and then just early on in, in in that second period uh when you could when it could easily have been one one from Matthew Kachuk just a force to be reckoned with from behind the net and Ian Cole and Nikita Kucherov go behind the net to try to intercept the puck from Matthew Kachuk. It's crazy because that happened to the Panthers in game two last year in the postseason. And then it happens this year in this matchup with Sam Bennett right in front with zero white jerseys around. He could, even, he could have had a beer, handled the puck a little bit and still beaten Vasilevsky on that. That's how far away there were from any white jerseys around Sam Bennett. Nobody, nobody was around them. The goal by Bukhutarov, you know, from 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 the point, Bob was screened a little bit, and then by the time the screen was, by the time he wasn't screened, excuse me, the puck was within like three to five feet in front of him and couldn't react on time. So even the one goal that Sergey Bobrovsky gave up, you you're, you're not going to put it on him. And then and then with the with the Panthers, just what was really crucial for this team this panthers team was their ability to kill the penalty when lundell high-sticked uh i forget i forget who it was that he uh high stick i'm gonna look that up real quick when lundell uh high-sticked Kalorn, just after the panthers score score just a few minutes he goes to the penalty box Barkov takes a shot to the hand which Paul Murray's confirmed that Sasha Barkov is going to be okay not, likely not going to practice tomorrow but but you think about that sequence no Barkov on the ice and Lundell's in the penalty box and the and the Panthers are able to kill off that penalty Gus Forsling with a defensive clinic in this one consistently putting his body in front in all situations Ekblad and Forsling, 19 shots of them, only 10 of them made to the made it to the net. So the Panthers were, especially Gus Forsling, consistently putting his body in front and consistently not allo- allowing Sergey Bobrovsky to get a clear look at the puck as well. And <laughs> let's the the second one, the batting of the puck by. Uh Matthew kachaki must know that spring training is around the quarter the fact that he got uh two uh bats at the puck uh with 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 getting it in to make it three one at the time and and Bobrovsky just consistently in position and had so much time to uh to create to create saves in, as well but we're going to transition over to segment number two where we're going to talk about the 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 final period of the game what this win means for the cats and how important it is to set the tone for this the last 30 games of the season but first we're going to tell you all about FanDuel and FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the Lockdown On Podcast Network and they're also the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that, that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can get Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back of bonus bets on your if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, point spreads, to who will score a touchdown. FanDuel sportsbook app is safe and easy to use. Best of all, you get paid on your winnings instantly. So join fanduelcom lockdown to claim your first no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl Fifty-Seven. That's fanduelcom on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Second segment here on this Tuesday. February 7th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And I want to read something real quick to you. Uh, the Verhage-Bennett-Kachuk line at 5-on-5, five five and 18-corsi-4-8-corsi-against. to eight Corsi against. Good for three goals, four and zero goals against. And the shots four, 14 shots for four against. And the best part of it all is that these guys, none of them had over 16 minutes more of time on ice on Monday night. The amount of production that's been had and also the amount of spreading out too. I mean, even with Sasha Barkov out on the final power play that the Panthers had, you even saw, you didn't see everyone from the top power play unit on the ice and you saw Carter Hagee getting an an opportunity on the top unit. And I re- I remember, I mean, remember when Carter Hagee just 2 years ago against Dallas uh had a hat trick that one was shorthanded even strength and on the power play again uh, that was crazy how it was that long ago and Steve Goldstein talked about how this guy is this, is becoming a superstar before our very eyes. I think he's basically there. And the fact that maybe we could have had a little bit of doubts when Paul Maurice m- split Sasha Barkov and Carter Hagee because of how well they worked together. That was a risk that Paul Maurice took, which congratulations Paul Maurice on win number 800 in his NHL career. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of lazy takes out there saying, Oh, but he has the most losses in NHL history. That's because he's coached that long once again, but you know congratulations to the coach on uh, on 800 on 800 wins in his career but just the fact that he was able to to split the lines and of course Kachuk another thing about Kachuk is that it took him 60 games to get 70 points and la- last season six, 60 games to get 70 points last season this season he did it in 10 less games. Just incredible. This guy is based, like, and Bill Zito traded for this guy in his prime too. As he was just entering it, the best years of Matthew Kachuk are starting right now. Last year was the coming out party for him, getting 104 points, 42 goals, and 62 assists. It's manifesting itself even better and him being happy here in south florida off the ice as well that only adds to the great things he's done on the ice which net front presence consistently creating opportunities uh from behind the net we we spoke about it on the sam bennett goal as well and just and also verhage going back to verhage the 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 fourth goal for the panthers created off winning a board battle getting it back to the point and then montour slap it deflecting off etulus theranen and, and etulus theranen has already surpassed his career high in goals and is just continuing to build on it montour just adding on to his franchise record 11 game point streak now which is a record by uh panthers Defenseman continu- continuing on for excuse me ten game point streak now uh, for Money Montour just how he's been able to just continue to thrive under Paul Maurice's system and this whole young players and Paul Maurice and not developing well I don't I I call cap on that because he's been some individual performances for the Cats. We, we've seen players come out better than what they were even before. I mean, Matthew Kachuk, we see it in the point production of Matthew Kachuk. Carter Verhage with his goals. Uh, Brandon Montour, Etu Listeran, and just to name a few. And all of those guys had production tonight as well. And I, I kind of joked around with uh, Adam Danker of Locked on Lightning about Vasilevsky's uh, performance in the All-Star game having a save percentage under... 600 and then it carrying it over not a uh, great stretch for andre vasileski at fla live arena in the last of uh, 48 to 72 hours uh, damn it he could have cost them the atlantic division the all-star game <laughs> but hey uh i'm not complaining uh trying to and it's funny because eric turnak took down sasha Barkov when uh on the interference call just shortly after the Panthers scored on the power play. And also that was the guy that Andre Vasilevsky was trying to get the puck to when he was trying to dish it off the end boards to Chernak, and then Eric Stahl intercepts it and gets it into an open net. And when it rains, it pours for the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, there. And again, Kachuk, when Braden Point was trying to bat it out with his, hand, with his glove out of the zone, Kachuk said no. And uh, the patience that Kachuk had with multiple players drawing to him. He's just a – this guy is such a force. And then getting it once again to Verhage, who had an open shooting lane on Vasilevsky. And Alex Baumgartner brought up a good point with uh, Vasi staying in, is the fact that they have a back-to-back on Tuesday against San Jose, and that's likely going to be a Brian Elliott, start for the lightning and just the frustration as well that the Panthers were able to have uh, to give the Tampa Bay lightning with Stamkos and Montour behind the net colliding with each other and yeah it resulted in a 10-minute misconduct for Brandon Montour and Anthony Sorelli but you know you know that you're not going to back down against this team and then Paul Maurice at the end putting the right personnel on the ice. We saw an Eric Stahl. We saw an Ar- Ryan Lomberg as well. We saw Giovanni Smith towards the end of the game for a reason of if they want, if the Tampa Bay Lightning are trying to going to try to start something with getting in front of the crease or an extra bump as well, that those players weren't going to take any crap from anyone too. And that's another thing of game management that a veteran coach like Paul Maurice brings to the table. These are the little things that doesn't get talked about too much. They brought it up on the broadcast, which I wanted to reiterate here on the show too. But just an, an overall great night for this team coming off an all star coming off the all star break. And that game, even prior, was just so damn important. And they added to the power play towards the end, which Bennett, Sam Bennett, just with Matthew Kachuk just camping out right in front of the net, gets a pass and Matthew Kachuk deflects it in and just continuously to pour it on. And the last time the Banthers beat the Lightning, it was a 9-3 final score just on December 30th of last year. Yeah, the details of the game was that Half the Tampa Bay roster was out due to COVID, but honestly, like I said then, and I'm going to say it now, you don't apologize for wins. And you think about what's happened since with the home game before the playoffs where Tampa Bay won 8-4, and then it was just basically fight night at FLA Live Arena that night. Um, Sam Bennett getting involved with Mikhail Sergachev there as well, and Eric Chernak as well, and then the playoff series where you were very close in games two and four and, but you couldn't put any pressure on Vasilevsky. You couldn't get into the slot at all or rarely at least. And, and then how close the first matchup was this year, if it weren't for a, if it weren't for a penalty for, for Matthew Kachuk, which ended up in a brain point goal. And then the last one like we spoke about earlier today just nothing to show for but the panthers they snap a three game seven game losing streak to tampa bay and bob comes out big first game once again first game since january 19th the second line dominant and you didn't see the likes of a braden point Even though he was tied for most shots on goal, you didn't see him consistently, easily skating through the slot and getting quality shots on Sergei Bobrovsky. And even Kucherov, who's such a dangerous sniper from that right circle and can create opportunities with a backhand pass to someone cutting into the slot, he was contained as well. Even though he scored a goal, Stampkos was contained. Victor Hedman, he's not having your Norris caliber season, but that's still a force and the Panthers were able to stop him as well. Just overall containing these guys who are it's not an easy task for the Panthers. It's a it's a great positive momentum shift that the Panthers have heading into Thursday. And they have 2 days off. We're going to discuss the approach for the Panthers, how everything is looking for these next two days, right before Eric Carlson and the San Jose Sharks come to town. We're going to discuss this next on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Athletic Greens. Our next partner is a product that I literally use every day. And I started taking AG1 because sometimes I need a little break from the coffee. So I started taking my Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Right now, it's time for you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to so look out for your health. Make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a. Free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Back on this third and final segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning by a final score of seven to one. At FLA Live Arena, and boy, does that sound great to say. That's so great to say to utter those words, because it's a it's been a it's been a tough season. It's been also a tough season for me covering this team and consistently trying to say everything's going to be okay. Just trust the process. And there's still and listen, there's still a long way to go. The, the Panthers didn't get any help tonight, neither. With the New York Islanders defeating the Philadelphia Flyers by final score of two to one regulation in Bo Horvat's first game in New York. But we've seen that the Panthers are at times can be capable of just dominating the other team. And sure it's the first game after the all-star break. Sure, the the legs might not be going for one of the teams even though it's not an excuse but you you don't apologize and the fact that players like Kachuk and Barkov didn't even have to do any traveling for All-Star break is is a bonus it is a bonus it is a little bit of an of an advantage this time around but, hey, that's those are the cards you're dealt with with the season. We spoke about the 700 points percentage that the Panthers will need the rest of the way to give themselves the best chance. And you start off with, with a bang, with a dominant win, and zero signs of an all-star hangover. And along with two days off, too, we spoke a lot about the Panthers' lack of practice time when they were on the road. But this week, thankfully, yours truly has access to the practice schedule. They're going to have a lot of time to get healthy, but also have a lot of time to fix certain things when they take the ice. Um, The Panthers will have a practice tomorrow at... 12 12 p.m at fla live arena and then they'll have a practice on wednesday at 11 a.m at fla live arena so they're, they're they're not taking days off they they shouldn't either and when you're in the thick of a playoff race they've had a few little bit of rest here and there with off days on the road but this is a big stretch in your home schedule a rebuilding San Jose Sharks team is coming to town, which is a team you should beat. And we'll have a little bit of time to preview Sharks, Panthers. Uh, we're not going to dig in too much of that. But think about how, if you pick up a win Thursday night, how you're guaranteeing an over 500 homestand. Look at this. Think about. Continue to think about certain parts of the season as part of sections. What were their win- what was their winning percentage when they had this stretch? And right now, the stretch that we're talking thinking about is the homestand. Five straight games. They just completed game number three. Even though the Panthers really did have a chance to win against the Kings, where Phoenix Copley looked like Dominic Hasek. Uh, but. You have, you have that chance to officially get that over 500 mark. And if you get that on Thursday, then you just have one game to take care of the rest of the way before the four-game road trip next week. And that's really the focus for this team. And the Panthers are at their healthiest right now. Again, Palmer said that Barkov should be, should be able to play on Thursday and one step closer to Anthony Duclair coming back. So it is so much positive signs after a night like tonight, Monday night. And it's just something that the Panthers could continue to build off of. And they have one more matchup against Tampa Bay. Sure, they're not going to catch them in the standings, but still, you never know if this is going to be a second-round matchup If, if they go that far. Their next matchup will be... On February 28th. A Tuesday night at MLA Arena. And like I said. If they win. The next one in regulation. They will win. The season series point wise. Uh, so that would be even sweeter. If they would. Get a regulation win on the road. But. Panthers are celebrating this one tonight. And two. Days off so much deserved rest after, especially Kachuk and Barkov, they didn't really have any rest because they even spoke about in the post-All-Star press conference that they're not really resting because they're hosting people and going all around the city as well. So a lot of housekeeping stuff for them to take care of. So now they get a little bit of that relaxation. And of course, they're going to hit the rink, like we talked about they're going to have those two practice days but this is the time to just lock in for for this team and what and it's uh it's go time. We talk about no room for error. You, this was game number 1 of that no room for error in this 30 game stretch. You accomplished you accomplished this one. Now it's time for the next one. So Whew, great win! Great win for the Panthers uh, over the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're feeling good today, and we'll be feeling good for the next day. Uh, tomorrow's episode—it's a wine-ins Wednesday edition of the show. So make sure to tune into that one. And and we might be having a special guest on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast uh, for Thursday's edition of the show. No official confirmation on whether they'll be joining the show yet but it's in the works so make sure to subscribe so that you will be notified when that happens so make make sure make sure that and it'll hopefully be their locked on florida panthers debut so make sure to subscribe and make sure to also subscribe to the other shows on the locked on nhl network including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, with the Stone and Stu Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects with Heidi Halakash. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure you listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski gives you a 30-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports scene. With exclusive interviews and the take of the day, follow Locked On Sports Today on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team every day?